The Dallas Stars had a jam-packed weekend, and they come out on the other side with a one-and-one record, dropping a pretty ugly game to the Devils on Saturday, but getting a huge bounce-back win on Sunday in Chicago. We'll talk about all of it and the Western Conference playoff picture on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Stars media, coming to you on this Monday, April 11th. And today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. And for making us your first listen of the day, remember we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the show if you do not do so already. But without any further hesitation, let's get right down to business, talking about the games from this weekend that the Stars were featured in. And Honestly, don't have a whole lot to say about the first one. That Saturday game against the Devils is one that I know I would rather forget, and I'm sure many of you, especially those of you who watched it, would like to forget as well. That It was just a an abysmal game all around. I mean, the Stars did have a 1-0 lead early. Ryan Suter gets his 100th career goal. Um, but after that, things really just fell apart, especially in the third period for the Stars. They didn't really get any high-quality looks at the net. Yeah, the, the the Devils just came out and wanted it a lot more in the third period, which is ironic because the Stars are quite literally fighting for their playoff lives, and the Devils haven't been in the playoff picture since Christmas. So, you know, it just is one of those games that, you know, you look back at some of the more frustrating losses of the season, like Arizona, Ottawa, uh, like Columbus Blue Jackets lost really early in the year, and it's just one of those ones that you roll your eyes and, you know, you have to move on from, and thankfully the Stars did, but a missed opportunity. The Stars get no points out of that. Vegas won their game on Saturday, so they kept pace with the Stars for that second wild card spot, but, you know, thankfully Sunday was a new day, and the Stars knew what was at stake, and they came out and bounced back in a big way in the Windy City against the Blackhawks, and they really stayed hot from the get-go. They scored first, which is always big for this Stars team, but not only did they score first, and not only did they score, but they did so on the power play. Jamie Benn gets a nice rebound shot off an initial Ryan Suter shot from the top of the offensive zone, and then the Stars find themselves down 2-1, and they score yet again on the power play. The Stars' special team's man advantage goes 2-2 two two on the day, which, you know, not a massive number, but still 100% on the power play is something that you take any day of the week, especially given how the Stars have played on the man advantage really ever since the All-Star break, but especially the last month or so, where they really just cannot seem to buy a goal on the man advantage, but the stars had to keep grinding out and fighting in this game. Jason Robertson gets tired of the back and forth and he takes the lead for the stars four to three, but then he buries a second goal and puts Dallas up five to three. And the stars would never really look back from that point. Tyler Sagan gets 
an all-time effort goal for insurance that put the Stars up 6-3, I thought was the dagger, but then Kirby Dock comes out of nowhere for Chicago and actually gets a really nice shot past Ottinger late in the third period, but Dallas rallies with the five on six, and now they sit two points ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights and one behind the Nashville Predators, and that's you know the biggest takeaway from this game is it's been a theme all season, and especially in the back half of the season, it's the Stars' ability to bounce back. So you shake off that game, on Saturday, where really no one played well. Uh, it seems there was a lack of intensity and, and just a lack of desire, especially late in that game. And there was really no one leading the charge, and everyone was just getting beat by on their one-on-one -on -one matchups, but then also just as a team, getting beaten down physically by this New Jersey team. And the Stars come out against a Chicago team that, you know, though they are themselves are out of the playoff picture, they are a divisional rival. And, you know, across any sport, if you have a chance to keep a divisional opponent or a rival out of the postseason, you will do everything in your power to do so. And, you know, the Chicago team is as bad as they've been this season. They do have a good handful of talent. Alex Dabrinkit, Patrick Kane, not quite the scorer he once was, but still absolutely a threat. Kirby Dock, a guy I mentioned, he's a young up-and-coming guy in the Blackhawks organization. So this wasn't going to be a cakewalk game. And going into this back-to-back, -back, this was the game I was more afraid of. I mean, all these games against the Blackhawks this season for the Stars have been close. And, you know, they've all required overtime except this one. And now the Stars get the season series sweep. And I, this, if I'm not mistaken, this is the only team in the Central Division that the Stars have won all of their games against, which is just insane. That's, that's not an easy thing to do in any division against any opponent. But I would have figured that maybe the Arizona Coyotes would be on that list. But the Stars have already lost one to them. And they do have one more matchup with them at the end of the season. But nonetheless, a big win and a big response from the stars and also just continuing to respond in this game uh that both these teams like i said were going punch for punch step for step with one another and the stars just kept finding ways to score goals and really if you if you look at it uh the, at least the two early goals not really jake ottinger's fault uh Esther lindell just in the wrong place at the wrong time and just bad luck and i know that's happened to essa a few times this season uh, don't really know what the deal with that is, but hard to pin those goals on Jay Cottinger. Just some mistakes, some mental lapses, if you will, and especially on that second goal that Chicago scored. I mean, Esselindel just trying to get a stick in there to stop the breakaway, and I mean, I, I think that's the right play. I mean, what else do you want him to do in that situation? Just an unfortunate bounce, an unfortunate tip. So all in all, probably shouldn't have even been that high of a scoring game on the Chicago side of things. Dallas, I thought, played pretty well defensively for the most part, but the, the young offensive talent that the Blackhawks have, it was an inevitability that they were probably going to get a goal or two. And, you know, super impressed with Jake Ottinger. Really thought we might see Wedgwood either Saturday against New Jersey or in Chicago, but we did get Jake Ottinger in both games, which, again, fine by me because I thought he played well in both. Uh, obviously did have a little bit of a collapse there down the stretch in New Jersey with uh, that, that game-winning goal, but very impressed with this Stars team coming out the way they did on Sunday, getting two points, and now they go back home. Another three-game homestand at the American Airlines Center against some pretty challenging opponents, but opponents that I think they can hang with, and you know it's going to be a very exciting week, and I know the guys are going to be fired up to continue to hold on to this playoff spot. But coming up after a quick break, we will take a deep dive into all things power play and see how important it is to this Stars team as they approach the final stretch of the season and the playoffs. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, 
and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good and supporting better sleep and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your gut health. Guys, I can't speak highly enough about Athletic Greens. It tastes great. It's better for you. I've noticed the times that I've used it that I'm sleeping better. I feel better throughout the day. I cannot recommend the product enough. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. And jumping back into this Monday episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day, your host, Dane Lewis, here at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. You can also find our show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow on both those spots if you do not do so already. And thinking about the rest of this season for the Stars and thinking about the power play and how big of a storyline it is for this team at this point in the year, it, it caused me to take a look and, and wonder how important is the power play to a team's success in the postseason. And so I went and took a look back at the last three playoffs and kind of compared uh, the top five power play teams in the league in the regular season and how those teams fared in the playoffs after the regular season came to an end. And even starting last year in the 2020-2021 season, uh, the Edmonton Oilers were the best power play team that season, and they were swept Round one by the Winnipeg Jets. Carolina, the second best team, lost 4-1 to to Tampa Bay in the second round. Washington, also a 4-1 to loss to Boston in round one, the third best power play team, the Washington Capitals. The Pittsburgh Penguins, the fourth best team, losing 4-2 to to the Islanders in round one. And Dallas, the fifth best power play team in the 2021 season, missed out on the postseason entirely. And then you take a look. At the 2019-2020 season, actually going back to 2021, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the eventual Stanley Cup champions, ninth in the NHL in power play percentage last season. And you go all the way back to 2019-2020, the Tampa Bay Lightning, again, champions that year were fifth overall. And of course, that season and the 2021 season, I mean, maybe take with a grain of salt, but still, I feel like these numbers relatively reflect who the best power play teams were in the NHL. Uh, in their respective seasons. And you have Edmonton at the top again in 2019-2020, top of the power play list, but they missed the postseason. Boston at second, 4-1 to loss in round two to Tampa Bay. St. Louis, a 4-2 to loss to Vancouver in round one. Vancouver was the fourth power play team in the 1920 season. They lost 4-3 to the Vegas Golden Knights in round two. Uh, and then, you know, since Tampa Bay was fifth and they won, taking a look at sixth place, the Toronto Maple Leafs missed the playoffs. 
Uh, and then you look at the 2018-2019 season, the last season we will take a brief look at uh, the eventual Stanley Cup champions, the St. Louis Blues, coming in at 10th a power play percentage. The Tampa Bay Lightning swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets in round one. They were the best power play team of the season, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they were out in round one without a single win. The Florida Panthers, second best power play in the league, missed the playoffs. The Bruins, third, lost 4-3 to three in the Stanley Cup finals to the Blues. The Winnipeg Jets, the fourth best power play team in the league in the 18-19 season, 4-2, lost to the Blues in round one of the postseason. And the Pittsburgh Penguins, a swept loss to the New York Islanders in round one. And then you look all the way down at the list, the 31st best power play team in the league in the 18-19 season was the Nashville Predators, and they still made the playoffs. They did lose to the Dallas Stars in round one. But, you know, uh, just looking at this, and I, I spouted out a bunch of numbers and a bunch of teams there, but, you know, you take a look at the big numbers, and really to this, you know, the Stanley Cup champions the last three years were ninth, fifth, and 10th overall in power play percentage. And a team that was 31st overall made the postseason three years ago. So, you know, the power play is key and it's important to a team's success, I think, especially in the regular season and at times in the postseason. But, you know, you take a look, it's not always the make or break factor in the playoffs for a team. I think that the keys for teams in the postseason, and this has been, you know, the, I guess the recipe for success in the NHL for a long time in the postseason is good goaltending and good defense. I mean, it's really just a matter of not letting the puck in your net and getting it in there enough times in your opponent's net uh, and getting the win and playing these really close, grinded out games, winning possessions in the neutral zone, clearing your offensive zone, excuse me, clearing your defensive zone and keeping the puck in your own offensive zone and wearing down the other team slowly and slowly brick by brick. So, you know, it's one of those things that for the stars, you know, it's like, should we be worried about the power play being where it's at at this point in the year? Will it eventually come around? Does it even matter? And, you know, I, I think, you know, that for many teams, you could say, OK, the power play isn't that important if you're going to make the playoffs. You know, a lot of these teams that are at the top of the NHL right now, whether it's in the standings or power play or both. You know, they'll probably have some good success in the postseason, but I think the Stars are a rare exception that they're going to go as far as their power play takes them just because of the way that they play their style of hockey. I mean, they're going to have that defensive outing every single game, especially in the postseason. They're going to have rock-solid goaltending. It's just a matter of if the offense will show up. And the 5-on-5 five -five offense has been questionable all season, and the power play really has only been questionable for half the season. And so if the Stars can get the power play rolling back to where it was back in the December, January part of the year, I think that they have a great chance to succeed in the playoffs. So mark my words, take notes on it now. If the Stars make the playoffs and make a deep run, their power play numbers will reflect it and their power play numbers will be through the roof in the postseason. And that, I mean, that's going to carry them in the playoffs if they can make it there. And I really hope that they can get it turned around because they slowly seem to be turning it around based off their performance from the weekend. Even that the lone goal in the New Jersey game was a power play goal. Uh, you know, they still lost that game, but nonetheless, they scored on the man advantage and they score on the man advantage twice on Sunday night in Chicago. So this is going to be a big storyline for the stars and it has been, and it will continue to be one for the remainder of the season. Cause even against these good teams, uh, a lot of these really big marquee matchups, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Minnesota Wild, Edmonton, Calgary, you know, these are going to have playoff game vibes. And, you know, this is a good test for the Stars to see if they can, you know, win the battle defensively, win the battle of the goalies, and they really need to execute on the man advantage when other teams commit penalties. So I'm really, really excited to see the Stars hopefully turn a new leaf down the stretch of this season and really get their power play numbers up.
Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews for all the different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is also brought to you by Built Bar. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with Built Bars. They are better for you. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories, while most Built Bars only contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Mint brownie, coconut almond, coconut, and a new flavor for this month with white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. And closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, thank you again for stopping by and making us your first listen of the day. We are taking a look at the overall playoff picture going into this week like we have for the past several Mondays and things are still hot and heavy out in the Western Conference right now. Dallas is sitting pretty to start the week and they could be sitting at a lot better of a spot had they won on Saturday. They could be a whole four points up on the Vegas Golden Knights, but we will live with the two point lead as of right now. Currently, the wild card race looks like this. The National Predators have the first wild card spot after an overtime loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. They have 87 points. The Stars come in. With the second spot with 86, Vegas Golden Knights right behind them with 84, Vancouver with 80, and Winnipeg with 79. The, the Canucks and the Jets still quite a bit of climbing to do, but you know I, I personally think that they are out of the race and probably won't get back even to where Vegas is at. Um, but still felt like you know it makes things a little bit spicier to include them to you know to let them let us know that they're still hanging around. But again, I, I don't have faith that either of those teams will come gunning for even that third spot over the Vegas Golden Knights, but certainly not for one of the top two wildcard spots unless things just go absolutely off the walls and off the chains. But looking at the two teams that I think do have good competition with the Stars right now, Nashville has a pretty tough schedule to close out the year. I mean, Dallas has their fair share of tough games, but the majority of them are coming at home. Nashville also has plenty of games left at home at the Bridgestone Arena, but you know they're going to be welcoming the Edmonton Oilers, the St. Louis Blues, the Minnesota Wild, and the Calgary Flames twice to close out the year. And then there are two big road games. I think there's a few other ones against some basement dweller teams, but they will make a visit to Tampa Bay to play the Lightning, and they will be going to Colorado one more time. Those are all really challenging games against really good teams, and we'll see if Dow- if not Dallas, if Nashville is up to the challenge and if they can face the pressure or if they will crack and crumble against some of these really talented teams in Vegas. Also a tough schedule, not as challenging as Nashville's, if you ask me, but still a handful of tough games. They actually have more road games, so maybe it is more challenging in that aspect, depending on you know how you look at things. They do have one more home game against Washington. The rest of their home games are against bad teams. I mean, who's to, I mean, I think one of them is New Jersey. So who's to say New Jersey can't come into Vegas and get a big win just like they did in Dallas on Saturday. But as far as their road games, a handful of tough opponents in the Canucks. I mean, the Canucks, even though I don't think they can get back into a playoff spot, I'm sure they will be 
gunning for one as they take on the Golden Knights. They play the Calgary Flames on the road, the Edmonton Oilers. They do come to Dallas to close out the year. And, of course, they will go to St. Louis for their actual last game of the season. So Dallas has games in hand against Vegas right now, and I think that they have the talent. I mean, their their roster, for the most part, it seems that it's about as healthy as it can be. Uh, we saw Gurionov come back into the lineup on Sunday. Esselandell has been dealing with some injuries, but he's been back on the lineup, even though pucks are deflecting off of his body into our net. Good to have Esselandell back whenever that's not happening, which typically that is not happening, and he's actually making really good defensive plays for the Stars team. And I think that the Stars can win enough to claim a spot, at least over Vegas. And you know, if Nashville falls victim to their schedule and the strength of it, I, I think there's a real shot that Dallas could be striving for that first wild card spot. And I would much rather be playing whoever's going to get, you know, the, the second one seed, if you will, in this Western Conference bracket, because Colorado is a lock for the top seed out West. Calgary has a pretty good lead in the Pacific Division right now, but Edmonton is slowly but surely on their tails. So maybe there's a chance we see the Oilers take that top spot. But again, I would feel more comfortable playing the Flames or the Oilers over the Avalanche in round one and you know dallas has to come out strong this week and defend home ice they have three games every game there's a day in between so no back-to-backs which is a good thing they have tampa bay on tuesday minnesota on thursday and san jose on saturday if you ask me the opponents get progressively easier throughout the week but those first two are going to be brutal uh, especially that minnesota game always a fun gritty divisional matchup and the stars looking to win the season series against the wild and of course looking to get revenge on the Tampa Bay Lightning after what the Lightning did to them whenever they were in Florida back in January. So always got to strap in for this Western wildcard race. Going to be a wild, wild week out in the wild, wild west. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for stopping by and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button if you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform. Remember, you can also leave a rating or review if you like what you hear. But be sure to tune in tomorrow as we will be getting you prepared for the matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Don't get to talk about them too much on the show because we don't play them that often. But, you know, going to be an exciting game and certainly uh, no love lost between these teams as I'm sure the 2020 Stanley Cup fresh on some of these Dallas Stars players' minds as they're hoping to get back into the postseason and get some redemption but it's going to be an exciting episode going to be an exciting game and we'll get you set up for it here at locked on stars we'll see you there stars fans have a great monday